Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, here we are outside Istanbul, Turkey, and we have Anton Wallman, one of our regular guests here. So how are you, Anton? Good to be here. Thank you. And uh, we are here with Alvor Seidman, who is the president of the, let me remember correctly, because, well, you tell your title, because I'm going to uh, say it better. I'm me. the chairman of the Turkish Automotive Suppliers Association, oh, and welcome to Gebze Kojeli. Okay, I, I, was afra- I was afraid to say the whole name of the city. <laughs> uh, Turkish, I uh, haven't learned much in these uh, past two days, but uh, really fascinated by uh, what I've seen in just a couple of days. Anton, you have more experience here in Turkey, but uh, what you've seen here, the automotive industry is really, really strong here and growing, right? Yes, it's growing and it's very strong. Uh, you can see that on the performance. I mean, we are the leader. Uh, industry in the last 16 years in a row uh, in means of exports. Uh, One-sixth of Turkish exports uh, is uh, from automotive industry, uh, either uh, as vehicles or auto parts. So we may say it's a success. Yeah. And Anton, you've been uh, coming here to Turkey in the past, uh, I think, a year, a couple of years, and uh, you also see the potential here in general economic terms, right? That's right. I think maybe we should start by giving people the big picture of the essential numbers for the size of the Turkish automotive market. Numbers that include just the overall total production. I think it was about 1.3 million vehicles per year. Although our capacity is almost 2 million. Yeah, so capacity closer to 2 million. Production is about 1.3, right? And of those, I think you said you're exporting approximately... 800,000 vehicles per year, is that correct? Correct. Okay, so that gives us a basic flavor of roughly the size of that part of the market, but then when we dig one level deeper into the area where you're spending most of your time, which are the parts, uh, can you give us a, in a, in a context for the size of the parts market and to what geographies do they go? Did you say that that was about $15 billion a year? Uh, 12 billion last year and uh, 14 billion will be this year. Okay, and then more than half of that goes to Europe, first yes, and foremost. Correct. And then after that is the North American market, and that's basically the most of uh, most of the export uh, uh, volume. Yes. 
I mean, uh, the car I mean, uh, one of the strength of the car manufacturing here in Turkey is the supplier base. And of course, we are not only uh, manufacturing and selling our products to our local customers, car manufacturers, but we are selling uh, them globally. We are not only exporting from Turkey. We have uh, in uh, over 40 uh, countries uh, different investments, which is not included in that export figure. Uh, that means, I mean, the business model is right now, I mean, is changing. Uh, and we are seeing the benefits of that change or transition, uh, especially nowadays, because you cannot supply the world uh, from Turkey. You have to be present next to your customer, and uh, that should, we should reduce the uh, supply chain risks and logistic uh, problems. And as we were, uh, we have already made that investment before pandemic. I think uh, we are in a good position right now, and we are seeing the results, positive results. So going back to the association here, you have uh, 400 and uh, plus uh, 480 companies, uh, 200,000 em uh, yes. job uh, employees. So this is uh, something that obviously didn't become what it is today overnight. So Correct. let's go back a little bit to history because we, we visited Ford. Uh, yeah, Ford Motors, Ford the joint venture. The joint yeah. venture, Ford. So, and that venture, venture started in uh, 1928. So I guess, was that the beginning of, of, the, of what is we're seeing here today? I mean, uh, in 1920s, I suppose there were only handful manufacturers, yeah. auto part manufacturers. Everything has changed in mid 1950s when the government decided to, let's say, uh, encourage local production. Uh, of course, it has started first with the car manufacturers, uh, the, uh, let's say, global brands came uh, to Turkey like Ford, uh, uh, Fiat, Renault. And then uh, the first production uh, for uh, it was only assembly, uh, car assemblies. Right now, uh, we are almost manufacturing 80% of uh, the cars in Turkey. Uh, and uh, with the growth of the gro uh, automotive market, of course, uh, there were new entrepreneurs from Turkish side uh, who were active in home appliance business seen is, is, uh, saw an opportunity in uh, automotive industry or who was in textile industry uh, decide, uh, saw the opportunities in manufacturing car seats, uh, who was in, uh, let's say, manufacturing uh, stamping parts for construction or architecture, saw uh, that there's a high potential uh, with their uh, machinery park also for automotive so it all started I would say mid uh, 1970s also that's the uh, year uh, when our uh, association was founded by 11 entrepreneurs right now we are, have more than 480 uh, members I, I just want to underline one uh, important uh, let's say difference in the last uh, decade in the past, we were uh, just accepting uh, let's companies who can manufacture parts for cars. Uh, but uh, first, we changed our, uh, let's say, uh, association rules, and we started to uh, uh, also uh, 
uh, accept the membership of engineering companies who are just uh, selling services because uh, design yes design and engineering also was also an important asset of Turkish automotive industry and nowadays software companies who are actually uh, not manufacturing any part and have very limited uh, manufacturing but uh, they are also I mean uh, and uh, our last member for example is uh, the uh, latest investment of uh, uh, battery production in Turkey a joint uh, a joint venture with the new Turkish automotive uh, company and uh, Farasis. There was one thing that you mentioned in your presentation earlier today that I think you could have you expand upon and you talked about the latest turn in the market, the latest change in the attitude in particular in Europe toward Turkey. You know, a few years ago, a decade ago, say almost, uh, there were some negative feelings and so forth, but you said most recently, maybe in the, just in the last year or so, you said there had, things have taken a new turn for the better in terms of, in particular, Europe taking a new look at Turkey in terms of uh, trade relations and as a supplier base for the automotive industry. Could you expand on why that may be the case and how this is manifesting itself? It was, I think, mid-2000 uh, that people are uh, uh, just creating the story around local uh, globalization. And uh, Turkey was a, always a good partner of European Union, and uh, the our customers were all uh, they are reviewing their strategies in means of globalization, and they were somehow putting the question, why shall I buy from Turkey instead of buying from Far East, I mean from China? I think they have seen uh, they have seen that. Uh, or they have answered this question in the last two years, or they have <laughs> reviewed <laughs> their strategies. Uh, uh, during the uh, COVID times, uh, they saw that uh, every country pri prioritized his own uh, needs. domestic yeah. needs and limited the exports. And then the, the logistic costs increased. And even uh, though if you pay the uh, logistic costs, the, the duration of uh, getting the material yeah. took instead of four weeks uh, eight up to 12 weeks instead of that uh, they saw that there's a, a partner to ready uh, to supply uh, and to have always uh, as priority in the uh, production which is Turkish automotive uh, supplier base uh, somehow uh, I, I have to say this is in parallel with uh, the Turkish uh, history, with the European Union, uh, let's say, story. We, we applied to uh, European Union mid-1950s, uh, and that was reconfirmed in 19, end of 1990, uh, re-reconfirmed in uh, 2004, and it didn't happen. And if you look to the expansion of the European Union uh, geography, uh, companies, uh, sorry, countries which reform or reshape their democracy in mid 90s became a member of the European Union. Yeah. Now, I mean, we are not uh, politicians. We look uh, to the uh, value that we are creating for the world. So we see that 
Turkey is again not the alternative supplier for uh, European automotive industry, but first choice. And uh, now that you have proven your success, I think I have answered your yeah, question. No, absolutely, very, very good, interesting. Very and now that you have uh, done this successfully here in Turkey, you're exporting kind of the same process to Mexico, for example, for the North American yes. market. And you mentioned there like how many companies from 18. Turkey producing in Mexico uh, because of the, basically all the manufacturers, uh, Audi in Puebla and BMW in San Luis Potosí are creating their factories. So you're exporting your success methods from here in Turkey to North America via Mexico. Uh, let's put it that way. We are combining our performance with the local performance. Uh, I, uh, first of all, the, the reason why Turkish uh, manufacturers, car parts, uh, auto parts manufacturers went to Mexico is mainly their uh, main customers uh, uh, started operations over there. And because of the global platforms, uh, they ask that uh, they start manufacturing in uh, Mexico because of the NAFTA regulation, because of the local content issues, yeah. and also because of the uh, because of having one supplier globally in uh, for all continents. Uh, it uh, it started, I think, mid uh, again uh, beginning 2010s. Uh, my company was one of the pioneers to start production, and we had uh, we have a partner, uh, local joint venture, uh, with a Mexican company. Uh, we brought the our technical knowledge. We brought our uh, uh, customer, or we brought so-called customer contract, and with their local operational. Uh, uh, expertise we are uh, we were uh, we succeeded to supply not only uh, Volkswagen but we also have uh, new customers from the United States and this is uh, our case is not the only one uh, as I told you there are eight, uh, 17 uh, more different Turkish companies investing and uh, I personally think that's the only way to do business with North America. You cannot supply from uh, Turkey. It's I mean, if we speak about the being uh, preferred by uh, customers uh, instead of Far Eastern manufacturers because you are close to them, you cannot say that you, you, sh uh, you should, pref uh, instead of being local in North America, you should supply them from uh, Turkey. Yeah. It will be, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be that efficient. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, Anton, we unfortunately have like a couple more minutes, but I want to thank you because you were kind of uh, the link for us to come here. Uh, so thank you based on your experience in Turkey. That really helped us. And, and again, um, thank you for your time. I think it's very eye-opening. I was talking back to someone in the U.S. Like they were saying, like, how is, how is it? They were, everybody was very interested in, in coming here and seeing what it is and uh, I wish we could like have like three more hours or something of your time but because it's really fascinating what you're doing and and, and uh, really changes as uh, Anton was saying before not only the opinion from one continent from the whole world in Turkey. I mean uh, I'm very glad that you enjoyed uh, uh, the time that you have spent with us. Uh, I mean 
once again, uh, Turkey is a, a partner of U.S., partner of Mexico, and partner of European Union, and partner of uh, the, uh, the globe. So, uh, and the Turkish automotive uh, supplier base is ready to fulfill the requirements. Uh, I mean, one of the most important things I have to underline as the last sentences, two things which uh, differentiates us from uh, our competitors, flexibility and resilience. I think that's uh, the result of these two, uh, let's say, characteristics are also reflected to the numbers in the uh, recent years. Hopefully, uh, we will also have the same success during the time of electrification. Well, we'll see that. <laughs> I think uh, based on what we've seen, I think you'll be successful too. Thank you. Thank you, Anta. Good to be here. This was great. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.